I'm Trent Norris, fund manager at Sterling Capital. And this is Michelle Nipko. I'm the podcast host, and welcome to the One Trade Podcast. All right. Hi, Trent. Hi, everyone. Well, that was a day and a week, and oh my gosh, a first few four months of the year. Holy cats. You know, I think Barron's article captures it really well. I was just reading it. It's titled, The Stock Market Isn't Falling Like It Did in the 1970s. It's Even Worse. And they continue talking about the S&P, quote, by the end of trading Friday, the sell-off had gotten worse, and we were staring at the worst start to a year since the Great Depression. Wow. Trent, you know, we've been talking about a market sell-off for a little while, right, anticipating this, but this is becoming an historic sell-off when the only time in history that it's worse is the Great Depression. So the million-dollar question, or maybe even the the trillion-dollar question (laughs) right now for everyone is where do we go from here? Is it going to bounce back up? Is it going to continue down? It's such a tricky time right now. So uh, anyway, what are your thoughts, Trent? Let's hear what you Oh, I got lots of thoughts today, Michelle. (laughs) Let's hear it. My first thought is, was this decline in Amazon, is this the wake-up call, right, to the masses? Is this... So so what do you mean by wake-up call? So that that they'll become aware that things are going down? Is this where we see just the, you know, just the, the people who aren't immersed in the markets, like you and me and probably our listeners, Mm -hmm. are they going to start calling up their brokers and going, what is going on? Right? No, it's a good point. Are they going to call their brokers and say, move me into cash? Right. And so I don't know if that's where we're at. And so I think in these times, I think it's really important to kind of walk through this week by week. And that's kind of what we want to do on our podcast. Um, I'm very thankful that we started this podcast at the beginning of the year. And I think Mm -hmm. for the most part, we've been on the right side. And so our job and our goal is just to kind of continue because we're not going to get everything right, but try to continue to look at history and past cycles and kind of just figure out where this is all going, because this has a flavor of the 1970s with this historic inflation. This has a flavor of the dot-com era with crazy tech valuations that are right now imploding. And it also has a flavor of 2008 in the great financial crisis because of where housing is historically high. And just the fact that in that time, you know, things, not only houses go down, but also the stock market, as you remember, fell as well. And so we're kind of in, in this era where we have to figure this out. And I think we've been on the right side in that we've said no melt up. The stock market was not going to continue. It was going to face headwinds. There's going to be rotation growth into value, right? From the hot, Mm -hmm. you know, tech stocks that make no profit, small amounts of revenue and are just based on continuing to grow, you know, how are they going to fare? And what we've been saying is, that those are going to be the places that you don't want to be. You're going to want to be in real things. Right. Yep. And and so here is that million or to your point, trillion dollar question now. 
this is what I'm looking for. Are we at a 2008 moment or similar to March 2020? And what happened in those times? That's a sell everything environment. That's a liquidity environment. Now, we didn't go limit down on Friday, but I know that the markets are definitely spooked. And so in those eras, you want to be primarily in things like cash, treasury bonds, gold, not gold mining stocks or silver stocks or silver. You want to be in gold. And also you want to look to short the market. Well, let's talk a little bit about Friday trend. I think it's a really good point because that like everything was down. Friday, right. Right. Even like you were talking about, we were talking earlier, bonds were down. Right? And, and to that point, let me, let me jump in there. That is huge. Yeah. So in if you look at 2020 and you look at 2008, during those massive sell-offs, there's a rush into treasuries. They're looked at as a safe haven. The crazy thing about Friday, and I didn't even notice this because I was so immersed into finding shorts and, and putting op- and put opportunities in the market that um, I, I didn't notice that bonds actually were being sold off. There was no rush to that safe haven. There's been a rush into dollars. Easy, right? Right. And, and, and because people aren't rushing into bonds, I, I did notice that gold, I think gold was green on Friday. I think so too. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So th- that's hanging in there, I think, because we are in that higher inflationary moment. So yeah, to, to, to that point, it's, it's, I'm really, really, um, like, fascinated and and watching with watching where what the bond market is doing because I think that's going to tell us where we need to be positioned. Do we need to be in that bunker position where you just want to be in those four things I mentioned, right? Cash, treasury bonds, gold and being short the market or do you want to be in that more of those value and things that are going to work in a higher inflationary environment? Basically the things we've talked about in our podcast other than are, you know, shorting and put opportunities. Right. Well, I think things have changed, just like you were saying with Amazon, even more than we expected, right? Because yes. we said, okay, go from growth to value. And in my mind, Amazon is value. I order Amazon every day. They're profitable. Right. Well, guess what? They're not anymore. Right. The company reported a loss of $3.84 billion. Good point. Yeah. That, that says something. Right. So it's not just the the DoorDashes or the GameStops or those that are going down. It's the Amazons. And that's significant. And I, I do think inflation is starting to hit these sort of companies. It's, they are. It's got to hit. What company isn't it going to hit? It... Uh, Nipco Corp, my household filled up the tank. It was $125 to fill up our, our truck right. with gas. And imagine all the Amazon trucks, all the delivery trucks that are having to fill up their tanks, right? It's, it's, fuel has doubled. So just for, um, I don't know, our, what company isn't using some sort of fuel? Mm-hmm. So uh, it's just, it's a crazy time where to invest your money. I think it's a really good point. Um Cash, take it right. Gold. I, I, when you, as you're saying those things, I was thinking uh, kind of uh, funnily. Get some cash, put it in your mattress, buy some gold, wear it. Right. Right. <laughs> right. I almost want to make it so it's you have control over these things, so there's a level of comfort because it's right. like, what can you trust right now? Right. And so, I mean, that's kind of the question here: is what do we want to be in? in these times. And so if the markets are going to continue to slide 
and they're going to pick up in the selling, then you want to be in those, those four things. And for people who feel a little bit overwhelmed and they're not quite sure what to do, you can just go to cash. You're not going to miss out. And yes, inflation is 8.5% currently, and it's probably a lot higher than the government numbers. So you will be losing a little bit of purchasing power, but that doesn't matter if you're saving your portfolio to the downside, because then you can always buy when it's much cheaper. So that's a simple thing that people can do. Just get to more cash if you're worried. Well, Trent, let's talk about that a little bit, because we say, we always say buy the dip. You hear that. That's a smart thing to do. So, so when is the dip, the bottom of the dip? Like, when do you think there's going to be a signal for it to be the bottom. And like we've talked about, we're going to see some dead, I don't like this word because I like cats, but the dead cat. Me too. I love cats. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're going to, we're going to see some of that. Right. So when, what do you think about, what are some signals of the, that we are at the bottom? Right. So we definitely just got that dead cat bounce, right. From mid March. We just had it. It lasted two weeks, but if you look at April 1st to April 4th, right? When, I think it kind of culminated when Elon uh, said that he was going to purchase Twitter. I think that was April 4th. That time was the perfect time to put on, no pun intended, to, to actually utilize puts. You can right. make made a fortune on some of these tech stocks. I mean, some of them have fallen 30, 40, close to 50% in just yeah. a few weeks. So there is fortunes to be made if you're able just to do simple put. But that requires the the investor and the speculator to add and to 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 add that position at the most difficult time to do it because it's it's going up right and it looks like it's going to continue right. to go up so to answer your question i think there's going to be more of that i think th- now the market's really oversold here the sentiment is very bearish and i am very bearish but that means that there'll probably be a bounce and we're going to want to time those bounces well. You don't have to time them perfectly. And then we're going to want to get short again, in my opinion, because here's the thing. And this is what, to simplify, this is what people need to understand. We've been saying this for weeks and weeks and weeks. Folks, 2020 was an absolute joke thinking about it. We had this pandemic, government forced the global economy to shut down, right? World governments. Mm Everything shut down. Then the Fed and Congress provided more stimulus, right? Both fiscal and monetary that we have never seen. And so the stock market ripped higher and the real estate market ripped higher. And what you've been saying, Michelle, is it's artificial. And that's the perfect word. Right. That's what it was. Now, because we have higher inflation, folks, the Fed is in a corner. They can't do they can't come to the rescue the fed put which is just means the term when do they come in and step in is much lower than people understand and i've been saying this in kind of i've been saying it i guess in a more of a kind way but i'm serious here this is this is this is the issue so the the markets can fall much greater. So to your point on Amazon, the P ratio is still way too high. It's not a deep value company. And I know you know that, but it's something we use every day and they actually make money. But the problem is, is in higher inflationary environments, you have to have, you have to make, you have to make more profits now, right? Because a dollar today is worth more, especially than a dollar tomorrow. Oh, for sure. So you want to be in profitable companies that have low PEs, 
you want to be in things like safe havens. And so navigating this is going to be very difficult. And, you know, we have to remain humble because if we don't, the markets are going to humble us. And, and, and we don't have all the answers. Sure. Our podcast has been very timely and we've done pretty well overall with our picks. And I think we're going to do really well, but I mean, we've already given out three put opportunities, basically short ideas this year because we were on the right side of that and we're going to do another one today. And so I think that we need to continue just to do what we're doing and just to walk week by week in this times and, and kind of just help people and, and, and figure it out for ourselves too. Yeah. Agreed. And you know, there can be fortunes made in either direction. Absolutely. I just want people to think that in their mind, right? Cause you think, Oh, and we always hear, I hate to pick on Jim Cramer, but he's like, oh, there's always a bull market somewhere and I'm going to find it, right? That's his mantra. Yeah. But um, I would argue that, no, you can also make money as something goes down. The, as long as you have the right direction. And like you're saying, if you can buy some puts, yeah. you can make a lot of money right now. No, Jim Cramer is dangerous to listen to right now because literally, and I I, follow, I see his tweets, I don't follow him, but he'll literally come out and it Captain Obvious, whatever the market did that day. In the afternoon, he comes out with a tweet and basically states the obvious. And it's like, no, if you want to be good, you got to tell the people before it happens, right? right. So not yeah. a Jim Cramer fan whatsoever. And right. he's, right. he's fine in a bull market. Um, and I'm not saying he's, he's not a smart person, but, in, but he's a permable. And that's in his DNA. And so in this, I would argue is, the last 13 years, the, right. last, the bull market's been so long. Right. It's been – his job's been easy, right? It, exactly. Yeah, yeah the, but now is the turkey time. Right. How do you make money in this market? Exactly. And I'm arguing that puts are the way to go. Uh, yes, and 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 also, but we got to strategically figure out when the best time to add them, right? You, so yes. you don't want to do it after the markets have had a huge sell off. Because look look at right. the difference if you would have added on April 1st versus on Monday. Right. Look at how much more yeah. you would have captured to the downside. So, so really great point. We want to we want to wait for those opportunities. Be patient because I think they're coming because there's so many stocks, so many tech stocks, so many industries that are still way overvalued here. And they mm -hmm. will come. And, and the trend is our friend. And the trend is down. It's down. It's down. And it's down. So just yeah. like the trend was up after the pandemic and all the money was printed and everyone and their brother got into, you know, trading in the Wall Street bets and, you know, stocks only go up type mentality. That's all done. And it's basically that to the downside. I would argue just Robin Hood stock price is a good indicator of that. I mean, yes. Max was up in the 80s. What is it down to now? 10? Right. Right. And, that, that, and that's where all these retail investors were, were getting in. Exactly. So I, I think, once again, it's a great signal of times are changing. And like we talked about from a psychology perspective, people hate losing right. more than they like winning or gaining money. So, so I, I think in this market, selling is going to beget selling. And something I really see, and I've heard of this before, but you can really see it in the, the graphs and the markets right now, is stocks take the escalator up and the elevator down. Exactly. And we're seeing a lot of these elevator downs. So if you're if you catch that, if you get on that elevator at the top floor and follow it down, that's where you can make some some nice returns. And, and let's just talk about math, right? You sell something for a hundred dollars, like a tech stock, 
high growth tech stock for a hundred bucks and it goes down to 20, like some of these already have, mm-hmm. if it goes back to a hundred, you make five extra money. If, if you don't sell that stock at a hundred and it goes down to $20, you lose the majority of your money and you don't have that dry powder in that position. So you got to yep. think about it that way. So I look at it now as Good point. if you don't have the tools available to get short this market when it makes sense, that's okay. You can go to cash and you can let the smoke clear. And right. after the blood has run in the streets and it's obvious that a bottom is in to your point of like, when do you buy when everybody is screaming, it's horrible. When the neighbors are talking about how terrible the stock market is buy with both hands, but we're not there yeah. yet. Yep. We're still not there. I mean, we might be, be there on like, you know, then for the next few weeks, but that sentiment isn't there yet in, in the, in the longer run. Yep. Oh, I think it's a great point. So on that note, Trent, what are we thinking for this week? Okay. So I already mentioned that we're going to buy puts on something to, for a shorting opportunity. And so we're going to buy puts on the hottest fashion brand of this past decade, sticking to our theme that the high flyers of yesterday have the greatest to lose. Yes, mm-hmm. folks, I'm talking about buying puts on Lululemon Athletic. No! <laughs> I'm wearing Lululemon right now. And I bet Trent. you are. A lot of women do and a lot of guys do. They make great clothes. So, but let's talk about this. So there's a few reasons for shorting this idea. Lulu is a luxury item. It's expensive. Mm -hmm. And I believe that sales will slow dramatically as the economy is contracting. Lulu is well-made and their apparel tends to last longer than cheaper alternatives, right? This is a really good thing in general, but it means that Lulu buyers aren't forced to buy new clothes. They just can continue to wear the ones until they wear out, but they, it takes longer for Lulu apparel to wear out. So yep, I've had the shirt right. for a year and a half and it's still fantastic. Exactly. So yeah, very high quality. Good point. And then and right now on the chart, there's an unconventional head and shoulders pattern forming. And that's typically a bearish type potential setup there. It's it's yeah. not a for sure thing, but it's a potential with a classic kind of head and shoulders or it's actually a little unconventional, but you guys can see it on the chart. And then also I'm looking specifically at stocks to buy puts on that have a long way to fall just to retest their mid-March lows of this year. So currently the stock is at $354 and in mid-March it was around $290. As a comparison, the S&P 500 is already lower than its mid-March low. So to summarize, I just believe Lulu has some catching up to do on the downside. I think it's a fantastic point. To me, it's very much a luxury item. Yes. And as we're as inflation is hitting us, as interest rates are going up, um, it's going to impact people's, you know, a greatest source of wealth, I would argue, is real estate for the average American. So real estate is going to be more expensive. Property taxes are going up. Right. So there's just going to be less extra money for in, in households. So I think that uh, luxury items are going to take a hit. 
And I think it's a really good point that, you know, uh, you don't need this newest year's Lululemon. You can wear last year's and it's pretty dang good quality thing, right. you know, clothing. So uh, I really like all your arguments here, Trent, and that it's it has room to go down. It hasn't followed along with all of the other downs that we've seen. I think it's not a, quite as obvious as some of the tech stocks that we picked Which out. Which is really uh, important. So far. That right. So sorry, sorry, that's really important because the ones that are so obvious, right, that are just bleeding cash, you got to look and see how what percentage of the float is being shorted because those are susceptible to a short squeeze at any time. Okay, so so that'll pop it. That will pop it. Where Lulu is kind of off the radar because there's just a mystique about it, and it is wonderful, and it's a great brand, and it's something that I would definitely look to buy for the long term <laughs> once right. it gets wrecked but for the short term right now it has some uh there's some space for it to go down exactly wow so what did you say it's at uh 354 wow mm-hmm. yeah that has has uh, a some nice nice space for sure so I like it, Trent. I, I kind of hate that uh, we have to say, okay, the best thing to do right now is to short things or to buy puts. But, you know, that's just where we are in the economy right now. And like you were saying, uh, we just have so many headwinds against us. And the Fed has to put headwinds against us. And we're we're in an inflationary time. And to stop that, that means, by definition, things need to slow down. Yes. That means by definition, that's what the Fed has to do. Right. So um, it's uh, just where we are right now. And it's where are where we are, right? That is such a high price stock because there was money that was put in to the economy by the Fed artificially. So it's just really, like, like I've talked about before, mean reverting. Exactly. Right? Things have gone up a little too high. It's got to come down a little bit to get to some normalization, some normal mean, if that money hadn't been put into the market. Exactly. So there we go. All right, Trent. Well, I like it. And, uh, everybody, um, I said this last week, I'm going to say it again. I don't know what the heck is going to go on this week in the market. Don't ask me to, I'm in Vegas. I'm not betting either way (laughs) because like we said, we could have a dead cat bounce, uh, and before it goes down, but you know what? It could, could, Go right down. Who the heck knows? And we have a Fed meeting on Wednesday. Right. Um, and a lot so, of earnings, by the way. So And a lot more earnings, mm-hmm. right? That's really what killed us last week. So, um, yeah. But one thing's for sure, it's not boring. No, it's exciting. <laughs> it's exciting time. Uh, all right. Let's have a great week, everybody. All right, everyone. Stay free. And that's the podcast. If you like the podcast and would like to hear more each week, don't forget to subscribe. And of course, we'd always appreciate a review. If you'd like to contact us to learn more about Sterling Capital or just to say hi, you can email us at onetradepodcast at gmail.com. Let's have a great trading week, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. And now for the required risk disclosure. The material in this podcast is presented solely for informational purposes and is not to be construed as solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any securities or any related financial instruments, nor should any of its content be taken as investment advice. One Trade Podcast accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss or damage of any kind arising out of all or any part of this material. We recommend you consult with a licensed and qualified professional before making any investment decision.